So Justin and I know shit just talked for half an hour before we started recording. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we won't bore you with all the details, but there was a lot of big news in regards to Final Fantasy uh, 7 in particular. A lot of new content, a lot of exclusive things, and I don't know. Uh, I know, I, th- I think I can speak for both of us. We're both excited for Remake Part 2. Um, you never played Crisis Core, so I'm really excited for you. Yeah, so, okay, so... I never had a PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, years ago, years and years ago, like, 12, I no, not 12, I don't know, exactly the, maybe, like, eight years ago, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I did try to play it on this emulator, but it was right before I upgraded my graphics card, and it ran like shit, so I was like, eh, I'll get around to this. And I never went back to it. I did, like, a couple of combats where, like, the fucking... Yeah. Seven showed up and I was like, okay, cool. I want to play this. And then my computer shit the bed and I just never went back to it's, it. And I mean, now I don't have to. <laughs> like that and the God of War games, like what I pretty much only played on my PSP. Yeah. And I loved it. Uh, I'm very, very excited for it. I'm excited to see what Seven Part Two does. I'm probably going to read, well, Integrate is coming to Steam tomorrow. I won't be getting it tomorrow because I'm only on three right now, but uh, I'm excited to finally play that. And, and honestly, I, I would wait for a sale. You might as well. That's my thought. Yeah. Since I already bought the game, I'm not trying to buy it. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to get into this again, Larry. <laughs> uh, but yes, this week, another Patreon forced entry. This yep. is from Seagram. It is the film Attack the Block. First view for me, not the first viewing for you, oh, right? Oh, God, no. I. F- we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. But I have uh, seen this uh, multiple times. I can understand why. Uh, so, what's been new with you, Justin? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? Reading anything? How's uh, writing and dread and all that stuff going? Um, it has been... So, obviously, uh, people are calling it Key 3 because Jeff Keighley, and there's no E3 this year. But uh, all the <laughs> gaming stuff happened this weekend, so it's been a very, very busy week for me. Over the course of the weekend, I sent it about 35 emails. Um heard back from um, honestly the majority of them so a lot of stuff i can't (laughs) talk about but very exciting stuff that i will talk about when like the second i can um other than that uh still stoning went up for went for my follow-up appointment they showed me and told me exactly how big it was it's two millimeters which is good because anything he was asking how your journey with that was going fucking horrible (laughs) so apparently it is still in my kidney it actually hasn't crossed that like threshold to go down yet um and it's because it's sitting there that it's causing me so much irritation um but it is they can't like do anything to go in there like no because something i found out that was interesting is apparently a lot of people have kidney stones and just don't know about it because they can fall back into your kidney and then they'll just be there and you don't notice because it's not doing anything it's not irritating yeah. anything. So, so is, is it in your advanced difference? Like, where is it? Is, like, where is it sitting? No, it's sitting like in my kidney. Okay. There's like a tube that comes down out of your kidney, and it is sitting basically at the entrance, and which is why it's like whenever it like moves around, it like I get pains because it's like shooting pain down. It's like irritating it. But uh, anything over five millimeters, they have to give me like medicine to pass it. Uh, anything over 10 millimeters, they actually bring you to a urologist and they like blast it with ultrasound. Uh, it's, that's what I was wondering if there two, was something. Like no, that so they could do. apparently it is two millimeters, which is like tiny. 
Um, 98% of people who have a stone four millimeters and under can pass it perfectly fine. And because I'm like on the lower end of that, she thinks I'll be perfectly fine. It, I could honestly, I could be dealing with it sitting at that entrance for like a year. Jesus Lord but, God. But yeah, fucking trust me. But the second it like, if it does cross that, it, 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 once it gets to a certain point, it'll just like go down and it'll be like over with like in a week. I am really hoping that comes soon. I'm not looking forward to it because I know it's going to hurt my penis. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, anyways, that was a quick stone update. Um, I have been playing a lot of things this week. I played Perfect. uh TMNT Shredder's Revenge, which is like... I know you were excited for that. How was it? It is fucking amazing. Um, cool. So ye- almost yearly, I still go back and play uh, the TMNT game for the Super Nintendo with a couple of my buddies. The uh, side-scroller ones? Yeah, Turtles in Time. Uh, we grew up playing it all together, and we like just keep playing it because it's fucking amazing. And this is exactly like that. They actually have like so the soundtrack is on Spotify, and I highly okay. suggest checking it out and listening to the tracks that have vocals to them because like uh, Ghostface Killer did a song for it. Um, okay. Uh, one of my all-time favorite singers, uh, Mike Patton, sings the theme song. He's in like Mr. Bungle and Faith No More. Oh, I don't think um, more. Yeah, he's the yeah. He's the, anyways, he does like the lead, like teenage mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> you know, like the, the yeah. TMNT theme song. Anyways, honestly, it is amazing. I am so happy that uh, I came home today actually, and I was like, "Hey, Griffin, this game is like a game I used to play. Do you want to play?" It? And he was fucking down for it. We beat like half the game, I think, today. Awesome. We just played That's it for awesome. like three hours. Oh, God, it was so amazing. I think we're gonna finish it either tomorrow or Saturday. Cool. Um, I, sorry, I'm trying to remember now because it's just taking over my brain. Um, You're good. Watched Attack, of, uh, Attack the Block. Uh, I've been playing a game called, I have this shortcut on my Sunday Gold, which uh, I can't talk much about, but I can say it's fun. It's like a point and click noir adventure Sunday game. Sunday Gold. Yes, it was one of the games announced at the PC Gaming Show, which I hope you watched because you are a PC gamer now. I did not watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, I did. I, I watched today's because of... Well, know, it's Final Fantasy. I get it. I the get Final it. Fantasy of it all, but that was it. <laughs> um, uh, there is a game called Demon School coming out that's very like horror mixed with Persona slash Final Fantasy Tactics. Um. I actually emailed the or interviewed the developer for that over the weekend. That should be coming out like any day. That's like 2023 release, though. It looks amazing. Um, man, I feel like I've been playing like a million things. Oh, the Quarry. I actually got sent a copy of the Quarry. Uh, yeah, War. I saw you and Marcus were talking about it in Discord. Yes. So I think I don't. Th- um, I have a weird pecking order when it comes to their games. I don't yeah. think Until Dawn is their best game. I think it's their second best game, but their best you game... you like the witchy one that came out, right? No, I fucking... The witchy one was garbage, like so bottom the one tier. After that? Yes, House of Ashes is like their latest one before the quarry. It is like top tier, amazing. Like, it is so good. Um, the quarry is kind of like maybe sits under Until Dawn. Um, the setting and like performances and everything is like they're outstanding 
but the story, like the pacing is like really off. And as bad as one you and I played? No, God, no, 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 no. Like it's much better than that one. But you have to kind of be sold on the story to be held like, you know, to be in its grasp basically. But the problem is it kind of, it switches between so many people so many times that you're kind of like, some of them are interesting and some of them I found myself like not really caring about. Um, the other problem is I ran into a game crash that uh, Ooh, what happened? is right before the final chapter. And it oh, happens every single time. So I, I haven't beat it because I have to, I, I emailed the PR guy. I haven't heard anything back yet. Um, so I am going to wait to decide how I feel about it. But right now, like, I mean, I can't beat the game. Beat the game and it's all because I found too many collectibles. So I got a secret scene. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So I don't know, but, uh, um, so I'm a little interested to see what they say to you about that. I, I yeah, it, it's, it sucks because like, the middle of this game was like very like kind of ho-hum but there's been like this great tension building near the end and it was like starting to get to the point where i was like oh shit this might be better than until dawn and then this happened and it's like well i've kind of lost all my steam for it like (laughs) i don't know if i'm gonna go back and finish it at this point i might just watch the end because like i don't know like i don't it sucks i but it does come with a couple cool modes. Like there's like movie modes where you can just like, it it, like turns it into a movie and you just watch the movie and you can set how you want each character to act or like, okay, I want everybody to survive this time or I want everybody to die this time. Or there's one setting that's like, I want everybody to die in the goriest way possible. Like it's really cool. Uh, I, especially for like a game like that, that is like a lot of cutscenes, Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of bummed me out. And other than that, though, I don't think trying to just kind of run back it real quick. Oh, I've been playing Mario Strikers as well. Uh, I saw you tweet out about that. Yeah, I, I actually wrote a review for uh, Forever Classic for it. Um, it. It was good. I think it's really going to depend on if you have people to play it with. If you have people to play it with, fantastic. If not, it's definitely going to get boring pretty quickly. There's no, like, story mode or, like you know anything like that um i don't i think that's it i don't know i honestly this week has been kind of a fucking blast uh and weird and wild and yeah what about what about yourself larry so tv wise i'm up to date on the boys i don't want to spoil anything to you i will just say they are introducing something into the story that was like present from the get-go in the comics I haven't read the comics. Yeah, and it's um I am not enjoying that rollout. Okay. I am willing to see where it goes, but like it's they're making a bigger deal out of it than like how in the comics it was just it just was. Yeah. And so I'm I need to see where it goes before we make a judgment call on it. Is it So actually, okay. So you have watched three episodes of Obi-Wan, right? Like, or four? I just haven't seen this week, so I think four. Okay. I've only seen one episode of The Boys. Has, has The Boys had an episode like the last episode of Obi-Wan that you watched? 
the like where it felt like filler. I like actively disliked that episode. You're about the one where Obi Wan breaks into the base. Yes. Yeah, I did too because it's like you showed me Vader and you don't give me Vader. Fuck you, give me Vader. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, oh, but like, like fuck you, give no. me Vader. Like I know he's here. My like I'm I'm cool. Like everything else is cool. I'm having a good time. But I know fucking Vader is here. Give me Vader. Well, and that's the thing, right? Is like they build it up. There's only six episodes or something like that. There's six. Yeah. I mean, apparently yep. there's a season two now. Um, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they give us this, and it's like. Okay, so one of these episodes didn't even need to be here. Just give us five episodes. Because, like, it was nothing happened. Nothing happened whatsoever. Yeah, like, it, yeah. Although, I will say, I'm not going to spoil anything. I would like you to message me after you watch Obi-Wan this week. The, the plan is for Devin and I to watch it tomorrow, um, with, along with the boys. But, yeah, there has been no episodes like that in the boys at all. The Good. boys has been full throttle. Good, good. I, I, I'm going to try to get caught up on that this weekend. And, and again, it, it's more just... I'm not mad. I'm not angry. Something like that. It's more... I don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. But maybe they'll explain it and I'll, and I'll be, be fine with it. Uh, yeah. Dragon Ball Super. The first Galactic Tourney is over. Um, the Z Fires are chilling. Another Galactic Tourney is about to start happening. Have you so have you thought about like playing any of the Dragon Ball Z games now? I have one in my Steam wish list. Kakarot. Tenkai, Tenkaichi Kakarot. Oh. Something like that, I think. Uh, it's like Tenchai Budokai two or whatever or something like yeah, that. Yeah, my, my my friend Waylon, who is like a super Dragon Ball fan, um he recommended one of my I think it might be Kakarot. Kakarot's okay. I enjoy it, but I just cool. like I am a sale hunter, <laughs> so I'm kind of just waiting for a sale. We we've talked about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, movie wise, uh, yeah. I saw some good stuff. I saw some bad stuff. I watched Jackass Forever finally, and I also watched Jackass Four Point Five uh, on Netflix. Like the back, like the the um back room what's the what the fuck behind the scenes jesus christ okay yeah yeah. uh it's amazing there's a lot of dick in jackass forever have you seen it no see um (laughs) michelle and i (laughs) uh do not like those movies (laughs) yeah devin doesn't like them either yeah so we're just like we look at each other every time one comes out and we're like "Eh, i don't really need to see it's 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 grown men discuss themselves it, 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 it brings me so much perverse joy uh there but there is a lot of penis in jackass okay. forever okay fun it's all funny but there's there's a lot of penis um i went to the theater with dev and we saw jurassic world dominion i messaged you mm-hmm. um during the movie dev and i were active looking at each other rolling our eyes it's a shit movie it's bad it's bad from beginning to end the dialogue is bad the plot is bad it's just a bad movie I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I haven't seen. Uh, I saw the first one with Chris Pratt. That one was fine. That was actually yeah, not bad. That was yeah. That was okay. It was it enjoyable. Felt like Jurassic Park. Yes, I don't know how many there's been since then because after there's that, been like, two. So there's Fallen Kingdom where yeah, they introduced that. something that was dumb, and then there was this one where they like double tripled down on it. I will tell you the best thing about Dominion is there is a baby of Velociraptor. And it is the cutest fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. Isn't uh, uh, 
Dr. Grant back for this one. Oh, Justin. And so is Ellie Stadler and uh, Jeff Goldblum. It's a fucking mess, dude. It's a bad movie. It's, okay. Chris Pratt at one t- point in the movie slaps a dinosaur in the ass and says, Get! Go on, get! Um, It's a shit movie. It's, oh, Andy. It is fucking bad. It is fucking bad. Like, every... every like on From top to the bottom, it is just a shit movie. The only good thing is the baby Velociraptor because it's cute as shit. Um, I watched both the Sonic the Hedgehog <coughs> movies because I got a Paramount Plus free week to watch Jackass Forever. Don't spoil the second one yet. I have not seen it. I won't. They're amazing. I think the first one is amazing. Especially if like don't. someone is like me, you know, like right, right behind me is like the the Lego. It's right there, my display case that got me the Lego Sonic set. Um, it's just it is it's perfect. It's literally perfect. Uh, and I'm disappointed it took me so long to watch it, but it is great. So are you are you gonna be uh, picking up Sonic Origins then when it comes in? Which one is that? I think that's the new like open world one. The one you and I talked about where like people were complaining that it looked empty and I said I didn't understand. Yes. Yeah, I'll be picking that up. Yeah. Uh, I have one on my cart right now. I'm hoping that once the Steam Summer Sale goes on, a bunch of shit goes on sale. What is it? I'll open up Steam. Uh, and then I watched Hack the Block. Uh, while that's opening up, two games. I picked up Resident Evil 4 on PC. It was only five bucks. Huh. So you're buying a game again, Larry. <laughs> it was on sale for $5. And the reason why I did it is uh, for our patrons. Um, in our fireside chat last week, we were talking about like mods and everything. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about different Oh, mods. dude, the mods in RE4 are amazing. And there is a mod, Justin... Like I was telling you about it, like where it's like randomized, like everything's moved around and it's like super hard and mm-hmm. everything. Uh so I, I was like, you know what? I'm getting it. All right, so I have Kakarot in my cart. It's sixty bucks. I'm not paying sixty dollars for it. I have Integrade and Sonic Forces is the game I have in my cart. Oh, Sonic Forces? Is that not a good one? I don't think so. Is that oh. the one where you can like infinite pause jump? I don't know. So when it comes to Sonic, I have played one, two, Sonic and Knuckles, Spinball, and 3D. Um, so like outside of that, I do not know a whole lot about the franchise. So I am open. If people <laughs> have their favorite Sonic games, if Sonic Forces isn't one, it was just it's like one I haven't played before that looked interesting. Um, but yes, can, I'm, can I'm, I read? Can I read you? Uh... <laughs> Um, three reviews. <laughs> yes, two. I'll read for two. Sure. Okay. Actually, fuck. Why do I keep coming back to this? Thumbs down. Another okay. thumbs down. Don't buy this. Don't make a mistake. Okay. Well, like I said, it would have to be on sale for me to get it anyway. Uh, so I, I will oh. remove it and find another one. <laughs> this game killed my whole family. Ten out of ten. I love DRM. Please keep putting it in your games. What's DRM? Uh, basically online only. Okay, never mind. I'm out. Uh, but yeah, I think it Resident Evil Four. Oh, dude. I want to play it modded. You don't like online only? No. Okay, and you went PC. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it doesn't, doesn't matter anymore because like with PC, I don't have to pay for PSN or like Nintendo Switch Online or whatever. 
Yeah, so the only thing you gotta watch. Different. The only thing you gotta watch for is uh oh fuck, what is it called? Capcom puts it in a lot of their games. Denuvo. Denovo? Denuvo? What's that? Uh, just it's the one that like causes like all the like slowdowns and stutters and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, I'm 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 taking my time. I just got to the castle. I'm in, I'm in no rush. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get all the achievements for it. But that is what I've decided. It's gonna be the first game I play modded. Interesting. Um, I've been watching a lot of really cool mods online. I'm really excited, despite myself about four remake coming out next year. Um, you are excited now, huh? I am. I I, I I I wish I I wish I would not be because I, I just don't think it needs done. But so, Capcom, everything that Capcom has put out in regards to mainline content for Resident Evil Four, not talking about Reverse or that shitty whatever the fuck. Hey, Reverse Re- is 3. coming out now. Reverse has a date. <laughs> um, they've killed it. They've, they've yeah, killed uh, it. Yeah. Two has been amazing. Two, two make three make seven eight. Like they've just been killing it. So like. If they're putting that exact same effort into one of my top three games of all time, why? why there's no reason for me not to be excited. Well, and and the thing too is the the way I look at it, because like I have games that I love, yeah, that I probably wouldn't play if they remade it. But the thing is, is that remake might not necessarily be for you, right? It's for somebody else to enjoy. You still have the old one you can go back to and play if you don't like the new one, right? Yeah. So I look at it. I know. I know a lot of people are like. Don't remake it, blah, 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 but and see, that's doesn't... not me. It's more like if if Capcom was like Square, <laughs> if where Square just does so much stupid shit, fucking constantly and waste time on dumb fucking things, then like I think being upset would be right. But like Capcom in, in release, as far as I know, in regards to mainline Resident Evil content, has delivered consistently. Yeah, I mean, it has why would I? Why would I be down on I, it? Like, I, would, I no, I, would I agree. Have to be a poo pooer to be like a. Oh, like I, a shitty... I, I agree. Yeah, and and for anybody who is, the best way to do it is vote with your wallet. Just don't buy it if you yeah, find you, you know buy, if you see it. But like, if I you just... find it on a sale and end up buying it anyways, guess what? Well, they don't care. They got your money. They'll probably yeah. do another one. Like, it doesn't matter to them. Like. Yeah. And the other game I've been playing is uh, three pixel remaster. I'm really enjoying them. I have I'm like 58 done. I think um, I'm, I'm I'm playing it so as to get 100 percent completion as I play through it, and I'm going yeah. to play through all six of them. Uh, which is why when is your announced... Steam downloading something or updating something? Oh my gosh! I see my camera. I'm just going to close out of Steam. I don't know why it's doing that. It's that that's just like internet usage stuff. Okay, I'm honestly I'm probably gonna throw away this 4K camera because it pisses me off all the time. I was gonna get my old camera back, uh, but yeah, halfway done with that. Uh, Moby Dick, that is fucking the camera has gone to hell and back. Uh, Moby Dick is about I only have like 13 ish hours left in Moby Dick. Okay. Uh, I am enjoying that. It's oh, you're enjoying it this time. Hey, did you turn your camera off? I did in order oh. to get it to stop hey, slowing down into the now. ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's weird. I'm en- I, I, I enjoy it, and then it gets to the parts where like it's where I stop reading, like because like the, the the story of Moby Dick is amazing. It's about a pissed off grumpy old man who wants to fuck nature 
and nature's like i am bigger stronger and better than you but there are these long drawn out sections of the narrator ishmael describing daily life in new england what church was like in new england right now i'm stuck in like this hour-long description about all the different kinds of whales and how you use whale blubber and how much whale blubber sells for so it's like you have these really 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 interesting exciting bits and it's just followed up by this boring i will say this is the best narrator or a reader i have had since the narrator for harry potter books is it nick podell i can look it up right now and tell you um and then the other thing, the other thing i have is school wise uh i think i told you this already but i have finals next week and it is my second to last finals week so i have this next finals week and then one after that and then that's it william hootkins never heard of him is the narrator so this is free to listen to on uh this is free to listen to through if you have audible um but like honest like honestly god his narration is astounding like he just brings so much energy to some really boring shit sometimes and i find it really impressive but uh yeah we spent a lot of time in the in the opening, but like yeah, that's okay. we didn't even like talk about it. it was more just like going all over the place. But that's why you tune listen to us. So Justin, if you are okay. ready, uh let's get in to our review of Attack the Block. The better question is, Larry, are you ready? Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the beast. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Whoop, whoop. That's the yes. sound of the beast. So like I said, first time seeing it, you've seen it several times. I, I messaged you and told you that going into it, I thought it was going to be like Goonies. Um, <laughs> and it's not, but that's okay. Yes. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into it. So first, yeah. I have some background. It's a 2011 okay. British sci-fi comedy horror film written and directed by Joe Cornish. Uh, so this will be scored not how scary, but how scary funny, because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, this is his first ever directing role. He only directed one other film to date uh, since then called The Kid Who Would Be King. Uh, and he wrote The Adventures of Tintin and the first Ant-Man movie. Hey, The Adventures of Tintin is actually a really fucking good movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Um, but maybe I'll add it to my list. Uh, you should. Star- I, I, yeah, you absolutely should. Sorry. Okay. You're good. The film stars John Boyega, Jody Whittaker, and Alex Esmail. Uh, this was actually Boyega's first movie. Babyface Boyega, yeah. Now, um, okay, so imagine watching this and then seeing a pre uh, like a trailer for Star Wars and going, holy fuck, what the hell? So I am not <laughs> going to go down a rabbit hole. Okay. But Finn is my favorite character from the sequel trilogy. I agree. The fact that he was robbed of that epic sacrifice in the last Jedi still makes me physically angry. And the fact that he was robbed of that, like that was like up there with like, you know, uh, independence day 
Yes. Where he goes, hey, you, like, I, I'm back. And he rams his ship up and blows it up. Like, that's up there with, like, that level of, like, holy fuck, that was epic. And the fact yeah. that they took that from him and then didn't make him a Jedi makes me want to scream. We're not going to get into the sequels. Finn is my favorite character from the sequels, full stop. And after seeing this movie, like, why do I not have more John Boyega in leading roles? I want to watch him in everything. Yeah, dude, his like his role as Moses in this is fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. And we'll get to that. Uh, Jodie Whittaker appeared in the Black Mirror episode, The Entire History of You. That's like where like all your memories are like downloaded and people can like you can like watch them. Super dark. It's Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> she's also most well known because she was the 13th incarnation of Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Interesting. Esmail, mm-hmm. uh, who plays uh, Pest, I thought it was the dude who uh, suckled at the teat too long in Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that's not him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I will Esmail has starred in the film strippers versus werewolves though so there you go okay okay uh this score was composed by stephen price it was also his first ever gig uh stephen price won the academy award for gravity for the score for gravity um and before that he was in the music department for such films as lord of the ring two towers lord of the ring return of the king batman begins and scott pilgrim versus the world the film was produced by Big Talk Pictures, well-known for Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and Scott Pilgrim. Cornish said the plot was inspired by a time he was mugged, and he said that he went out to talk to Yus to ask what kind of weapons they would use to fight back against an alien invasion. He also said he wanted to fight against the hoodie horror films which demonized urban youth. Yeah. Um, the stoner character Bruis is based on Cornish himself as a youth. Uh, the name Wyndham Tower appears on the left of the entrance to the fictional tower block, and that is a reference to the English sci-fi writer John Wyndham. He wrote the book Kraken Wakes, which is about aliens invading Earth. Okay. Uh, sci-fi writer J.G. Ballard is also referenced by one of the streets uh, in the film. Ballard wrote a number of novels set in the high-rise block tower blocks. Uh, also a sci-fi variety. So like paying homage to kind of what inspired. The creatures began with two men in gorilla-like suits using animatronic jaws. Post-production added the unearthly qualities such as spiky fur uh, that didn't reflect any light, the claws, the bioluminescent teeth, uh, and some of the movement. In total, the film features over 100 effect shots, which were completed over the course of four months by the Swedish effects studio, Fido. According to the DVD commentary, the echolocation noises were made from a combination of dolphin sonar mixed with the grunts and snarls of a bunch of different kind of animals and a woman screaming. There were some puppets used, such as the female alien uh, that is carried around a lot. Shot on a budget of 8 million pounds, because that's what I found, it grossed 4.1 million pounds at the box office. Like we mentioned, this is a patron forced entry from Seagram. He's actually on vacation, but he did send a quick email to let us know uh, his thoughts. He said, hey, fellas, 
Just dropping a quick line to let you know why I chose the film. Mostly I picked it because it's on my own list. I understand it's become somewhat of a cult classic in the alien genre, and it piqued my interest as the film put John Boyega on the map. I hope you all enjoy. And so with that, I think I have to do a 60-second summary. Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, are you are you ready? Yeah, let me actually pull up a timer instead of just guessing. Okay, <laughs> that works too. Because <laughs> I think last time I tried it without watching a timer, I, I came in way under. All right, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, are you? I think so. All right, three, two, one, go. Film took me way off guard by starting out with the youths who are going to be the main characters of our show mugging a woman uh, out of nowhere. Basically, we kind of find out that they're just some, like, just a little youth gang running around doing a little bit of bad things, but it's not really harm, not really too harmful. Uh, and they come across an alien. They beat the shit out of the alien, take it to the person, brag about it, uh, only to find out that that was just the start of something bigger to come. The youths uh, start getting taken out one by one. They team up with the woman they mugged, find out that she actually lived in the block with them, and they start going around trying to get the revenge. At the same time, the head of the block, the head gang leader, is trying to chase him down, but he gets his in the end, too. In the end, John Boyega, the character of Moses, teams up with the woman that he mugged to blow up the aliens and save everybody. But, because the police fucking suck, sorry about it, they arrest all the youth, even though John Boyega and his friends save the neighborhood and she says he didn't mug me he's my neighbor the end yeah uh yeah that, that was it <laughs> is that okay it's been a while since i had, I had to do one yeah yeah no absolutely that's yeah you did it plot. <laughs> i've been not doing them so whatever <laughs> <laughs> all right so plot yes i messaged you this and as i'm sitting here looking at the things we have watched recently Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to do, actually. This is the best thing we have watched since the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake from 2003. Uh, I'm just, I'm looking back. Uh, oh, watched. Yeah. Let's say we did play Elden Ring in there. And, whew, goddamn. Um, yes. This movie, I, I, yeah, I might even say uh, OG TCM <laughs> for myself, yeah. but yeah, but a long time. This movie was amazing. This was a palate cleanse that I needed. This was the kind of thing that reminded me that alien horror is special, that it does really good things when done well. Mm -hmm. I was not ready for it to be like social commentary. I was not ready for it to be so violent. I was not ready for it. Like I said, I thought it was just going to be Goonies. And, well, yeah, because that, that's, that's fine. See you see kids and like now you're kind of thought like now the kind of, the kind of thought process you go through when you see kids is like, okay, it's not going to be violent. They're not going to yeah. kill kids. <gasps> oh, they do. <laughs> and it's, it's just done so well. A lot of the time yeah. we reviewed a lot of movies where we talk about like they're trying to say something and they don't do a good job at it or like there isn't any there there. This movie functions just as a simple alien invasion film. It functions as social commentary. It folk it is so good. Like I will be watching it again. I will be buying it when I am able to find it. I truly 
was blown away. I, I think the writing is tight. It's only 90 minutes. It moves at a really good pace. All the characters and motivations are good. All of our characters like evolve. It's it's funny at the right moments. Like the, it's, it's witty in its writing at the right moments. It's got proper scares. It's it's great. It, it, I cannot believe this is a first time writer and director. It literally is astounding. And we'll, we'll get into it when we get into cinematography and audio and all that. But like I literally had nothing negative to say. I was telling um, the P at work today, like, this is amazing. This was a brilliant movie. Yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, uh, I've mentioned earlier, this isn't the first time I watched this movie. Usually I watch it about once every year, maybe a little bit longer. But yeah, I, um, Michelle. It's and I definitely in that rotation now for me, too. Oh, absolutely. And it, it, I mean, it's fantastic because not only does, yes, it has have social commentary and the characters evolve and you feel like they put the work in that it earned like it earns us caring about the characters yep and like when john boyega has that moment like where he like starts to tear up you like you fucking feel it because you like have grown and evolved with his character and it's just I, crazy because like I was not prepared from the start out as like hoodlums like like they it starts out with the mugging and like yep. like they they don't make you immediately endeared to these characters but you go on this journey with them and when they start getting taken out or they start like they, they start having these like real emotions come to come to bear it's it's remarkable it, yeah. it, it's truly remarkable I am um... Justin I I. I... I was not ready for this kind of movie and I'm so grateful it was selected and forced on us because it's brilliant. Uh, so funny story. As soon as I had told Michelle that, Oh, Hey, we're going to do aliens next. She was like, you guys have to watch tackle block. I was like, well, I know I'm going to, I'm going to let Larry pick. Cause you know, you, you pick the game. I pick the games. You pick the movies. Obviously yeah. like if there's things we want to add in and we tell each other, but it's like, you know what? I, I don't want to, because at, at that point, it had been a while since I'd seen it. It's like, okay, well, I don't remember. You know, I just I want to make sure it's going to hit if it does. And I am so happy that Seagram was like, nope, this is my pick. And it was almost immediately that he told us that because, yeah, I mean, this is a, fa this is a special movie. It really it is, is. very, very special. I think it shows off a lot of talent in not only the writing and directing, but like. I, I was shocked to see that he hadn't been giving another film. Like yeah, that that is the craziest thing. Is like, as a writer or as a director, really, like this was just uh, he special. should be making. I mean, I don't know if it was fun to make, but he should be making movies like this because I think it's like he has a talent for it. He has a knack Absolutely. for it. I have nothing negative to say. Like, it's amazing. The plot is fantastic. It moves quick. The alien invasion makes sense. They leave little threads throughout and it, and it pays off like jumping the stairwell yep. uh, the little kids stepping up the fireworks like there's all these little things they leave in there that build up to something else and it's just it's amazing nine and a half for me i yeah i give I it a nine it. i mean it's it's an it's an amazing movie and it it does it like it gives you those like foreshadowings which you some of them are like, okay, yeah, that's clearly going to be mm -hmm. used later. But other than that, other ones, you're like, don't think anything about it. Like the fair, but, like the fair discussion on the TV. Like it's just yes, little things exactly. they kind of throughout. Yeah, it's perfect. Cinematography. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. Ten out of ten for me. Yeah, same. and it's because it was such a limited budget, and they did some things 
first with creature design by making them and saying like there is a black out there that this absorbs all color like it's literally you can't even recognize it because it's so dark yeah um and they use that and they use it in a way where all you need to see is the mouth and that and that is able to be easily done and it's just like it works so well i know when we reviewed the film life we were talking about how the cgi took us out a lot of times because it didn't look real in this one they give you a reason for why there are no specific details of the monster yeah. and it just works brilliantly like when it's chasing them around and you think it's their eyes but it's actually their teeth and then you see them in the background it is so, it was just so brilliant and they use that perfectly and it's terrifying and it but it, it makes sense in the world they created for themselves and i just i thought like we talk all about cgi this is obviously there's, there's some cgi with this there's some puppetry where there's some cgi but they use it and they hide it and for a limited budget film it's brilliant it's literally like i was blown away yeah i mean it, it, it's hard to i mean i don't do it really but i i agree i mean i think the monsters are something that ever since i first watched this are like that's my go-to like less is more sometimes and yes they, yes they i agree did and such a great job and because we didn't like see the features of the non-puppet aliens yeah. like it works and like you said they explain it and like the gore here is like really <laughs> wild well like, 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 it'll go with nothing and then it'll just be there and it's brutal but it also it it doesn't feel excessive it feels grounded it feels like it fits the world and it's just i i think it's crazy i think it's so no I, I i agree and and not only that, but the block feels lived in. We we the areas that they and it's taunt. all fake. Like like they they, they I, I didn't mention this in my notes, but they designed that block not based on a real world because they didn't want anybody to kind of like feel like it was like focused on one thing. Yeah. So it was meant to feel like a tower block in London, but it wasn't a real place. But they give you that map at the very beginning of the movie, and then they have your characters kind of wind through the area so you get an idea similar to the Conjuring, which we've talked about, right? Where how. Yeah. The opening scene, you go through the house, you get the layout of the house without really realizing you're getting the layout of the house. First time director, blows my fucking mind. And then on top of that, there's some scenes in it that just really make me go, wow. The first one was like when the fireworks and it's smoky and they're moving through the hallway and the, and the, and the kid dies. And it's just like, it's done. Like on a level that you weren't expecting for like a first time director. And then the final scene where Moses is running through and like the way it's shot and obviously Boyega is using with some CGI and stuff, but he's also reacting to it. Yeah. Just that whole sequence, like literally blown away. Honest to God, like astounding. Like I said, I started out, it's a 10 because yeah. it's just special. I agree. It's a 10. It's, I mean, I already told you I feel like this movie before. Like, I think this movie is fucking amazing. So, yeah. and it is like one of my tops, and there's a reason for it. I mean, it's yeah, like the <laughs> love affair is going to continue as we get into audio. You played the score first time per ever scoring a film. Obviously, he went on to win an Academy Award for Gravity, and you can see why he's so talented. You played it in the intro. You played it for the sixty second summary, the different parts of it. Yep. It's amazing. It's the kind of stuff that's going to stick with me. And we talk about like how like that's really important because there are some things you hear. It's like, oh, that's cool, but you forget it. 
this is the kind of stuff like I will listen to this going forward. And then you move on from that to the acting. You have a Simon Pegg cameo, or I'm not sure if it's a cameo, just like a small Nick, role. Nick, Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Simon Pegg is the other one. Sorry. Yes. So you have the Nick, even the Nick Frost small role, but he doesn't take away from anything. He's like a little bit of icing on the cake because yeah. everybody else in this movie, all like we talk about how kid actors are hit and miss. Everyone hits, and my God, we talked about it going into it. John Boyega is a fucking force of nature. How he was not nominated for awards for this performance, I do not understand. Because he takes you on this emotional journey that you were not expecting to get in a fucking alien horror comedy. And it makes me, like we talked about, it makes me pissed off even more that we didn't get more of him in the Star Wars sequels. Because yeah. he's so great. He's such a talented actor. And like like when he's like when she's going through the house and realizing like she like misjudged him, she didn't understand like what his actual life circumstances were. And like he has that single solitary tear and he's sad that his friends are dying because of him because he's want that to happen. It's just a, it's amazing. It's this I was not prepared for what this movie was. Again, I was expecting like a lighthearted Goonies kind of thing, which is totally fine. I'm a big fan of Goonies. <laughs> Made it very clear. I love my Goonies. This is more special than that. This was a very remarkable film. I loved it. Sorry. Yeah, I'm no, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I I'm I'm right there with you. I I think um e- even like you you mentioned Nick Nick Frost's cameo. He's often on screen with uh um the pothead. Well, not only that, but uh oh my god, um hi hats. Hi hat, yeah. Yeah, who is like this like <laughs> he's a fucking serious character, right? Yeah. And and it, it, like everything they do on screen meshes so well together and there's like a, a real chemistry with all the kids like they're like you know, making fun of each other. And I mean, acting like kids would act, especially yep. like around grownups. And then obviously they all come together. Like it's the acting in this is fucking outstanding. Like I don't, I don't think there's like one weak link in that chain. Really? Not at I all. really don't. Even um, the little tiny kids. Oh, they're, they're, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and especially when you find out what that's work on. It's fucking hilarious. It paid um, off. And uh, yeah, I mean the score is outstanding. Um, like you said, I I played some of it. I played the uh, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't remember who sings "Sound of the Police." Mm-hmm. I I I don't remember the artist for that. Uh, but even like the the theme song for it, which I played during the sixty seconds, is it's outstanding and it's it's memorable. And I think the songs that they did pick, like the vocalized songs that they did pick to be in the movie, are fantastic and fit with within that those moments that they're used. I don't know. I just, I think this is another <laughs> perfect part for this movie. Like it's, I'm with it's you, a dude. I gave it a ten. Movie. I also gave it a ten. It is amazing. How scary and funny. Um, there are definitely when the first kid died. I was like, holy fuck! It it changes the stakes. Yeah, it, it changes yeah. it from a lighthearted youth film into being like, oh shit. And like and like that's scary. Like when you realize the monsters are that kind of like super black, like where nothing's coming through. Like that's terrifying. Their teeth are awful. Like opening sequence of the mugging, like that's actually like a personal fear of mine. Yeah. Of like, I mean, there's a YouTube short I think I've shared with you at some point in the past, but like 
this guy's just walking home at night and this dude's just following him behind him and at one point the dude starts running up on him like like that's like a personal fear of mine and they capitalized on that the lack of like description about why the aliens were coming the the fact i was able to draw in my own mind things about the aliens because like again it was it wasn't given to us yeah i thought that was great but the movie is funny at times too the kids banter with each other is great the way they interact with like the nurse like like pest like when he's talking to her and hitting on her and then like like it's just yeah. it's funny and it feels real and it just feels like i just i was very impressed this was a very very impressive film yeah i i mean i agree i think there, there's a couple of moments in this movie where like it really changes um first off like when they kill the monster it's like okay this could be like you mentioned it could still be like a goonies movie and then you see those that i keep calling the monsters aliens attack the police and it's like oh fuck no this is real and, and then it takes like, you back into that calmness again with the little kids and like hiding in the dumpster and just yeah, like and then it kills a kid and then you're like holy fuck nothing is safe in this movie like and it gets terrifying you know like they make it feel like when one of those things is in the room with you it's a huge threat yeah. let alone when there's two when two of them show up in a room it was like like you really feel the stress behind that yes. and uh but then like you mentioned the kids are hilarious i enjoy the stone <laughs> the stoner uh in this movie he's very funny because uh, you know he's trying to fit in but yeah obviously he doesn't um i don't know i i just think this movie hits the scares right when it when it goes for them and then hits the comedy right which is like almost in a weird way harder to hit i agree especially because like i have seen this movie especially for a first time writer i keep coming back to that but like i think it's very important to reiterate that it is a first time writer because the thing is is like i have seen this movie lots and lots of times i still find it funny i still find those parts scary like it is obviously it's nothing that's going to like shake me to my core but i am also in the camp of the mugging thing terrifies me uh i will if somebody if i'm walking at night if somebody is walking on the same side of the street as me i will cross the street yeah i'm like i've always been ter- i i have been mugged before so i'm like very self-aware of that and i don't ever want it to happen again um yeah no i i just i, I think this movie's funny when it needs to be and it's it really puts the fear in you when it needs to. Yeah. I gave it eight and a half. I, I gave it an eight. And again, that is how funny, uh, how scary funny split. Yes. Yeah. All right. So to review the scores, uh, plot nine and a half for me, nine from you. Cinematography and audio, perfect tens from the both of us. And how scary funny, eight and a half for me, eight from you. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 94. Oh, that's going to be up there. Oh, man. We have... Another film, Justin, in our top ten. Nice, nice, nice. So, let me do some quick math aruskies here. So that makes you... That makes you... Oh, wow, some shit got bumped out, actually, because of that. Oh, snap. Oh, Oh, I'm watching. I'm oh, you're watching, watching it? Okay, so you, so you see it. So you saw some stuff get bumped out. Yeah. We have a lot of interesting things. So the way we do our top 10 is similar to how if you were ranking people in golf, right? If you have a tie, they're tied for that slot, but then the next thing that comes in is not 
So if you have a tie for third, the next thing isn't fourth, it's whatever comes after that. Yeah. So attack the block is a 94. That ties it with 28 days later and gremlins. Here is your here's Johnny top 10. Number one, OG the thing, 97%. Number two, Gerald's Game, the 2017 film with a 96. Number three, Resident Evil 2 Remake with a 95. Tied in fourth, 28 Days Later, Attack the Block and Gremlins. Tied in seventh, Dead Space 2, OG Scream, and Shaun of the Dead. And then tied in tenth, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard and What We Do in the Shadows. The Conjuring, Doctor Sleep, and Jaws have been bumped out of our top 10. Yeah, we're going to have to, we might have to like figure out a new way to uh, do this if they all land up like, like if something else gets a na- like a 93 and up, we might have to, I don't know, man, this is going to be crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, I'm glad. I am, I will say I'm very happy that you enjoyed it because I, I already knew my feelings going into it. I was just... I was able to back those feelings up when I watched it again last night. I wish I had seen it sooner. I'm happy that I got to share it here. I'm happy it was forced from a patron. Um, Justin and I never want to crap on a film, but we're always going to be honest no matter what we get, right? Like, that's one thing you're going to get from us, especially me, like, with, like, Exorcist is one in particular. Like, I caught a lot of hell because I did not like The Exorcist. And people I mean, I stand behind my decision with the Frog Brothers. That's just, (laughs) it's how it is. Like, you are going to get honest and true reactions and thoughts from Justin and I, no matter what. And I don't know. I Attack the Block was awesome. It was just, it was fantastic. We're going to have a commercial from a member podcast of Kaleidoscope Media Network. And then we're going to head on into the closing. Ghosts, split souls, monsters, sociopathic villains, cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. So if you listened to last week, you know that I made the decision to not do the X-Files game and instead watch the movie. Yes. I hadn't seen the movie for a long time. It still allows us to talk about X-Files, a franchise, because that is definitely where my love of aliens began. Um, yeah. And, and, and so I'm pretty pumped for that. Uh, so we're watching X-Files Fight for the Future. It came out in 1998. That is next week. That is one that I chose. I'm not sure how it's going to stack up because it's been a long time. Um, and but, I am coming into it with no prior knowledge. <laughs> well, I, I will hope, I'm hoping you're watching with Michelle since she is a fellow yes. X-Files junkie like myself. She, every, everything we watch, I watch for the show we watch together. Uh, I have not made her watch some movies that I know are going to be garbage. <laughs> Hellraiser, a cough, a cough. <laughs> but I guess uh, that wasn't for here. That was for, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's next week. I do have a question for you. You are contemplating what to do with Prey. Are we doing that or not? Nah? Uh, like, okay. 
I, man. If we drop it, we're just dropping it. So, like, it would just be the end. Like, oh, yeah. We, I wouldn't we, we put anything else there. It. Yeah. So, here is my... The only thing I think I would put there, let me look while you're talking, because I think Nope comes out right around then. Nope comes I out have... July 21st. So, if you want to drop that, we can then review Nope in its spot. Instead, yeah. So, here, here's why I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence because it is a long game. Mm-hmm. And it is a it is a very involved game. Okay. But it also is like pure aliens. And I think the question you need to ask yourself Do I feel lucky, punk? <laughs> sorry <laughs> is do you because like we have one game left which is not next week but the week after journey it's a fourth journey. entry from our patron eddie um who yeah. we'll talk about this in the bonfire more but kicked our film out of the bracket uh so that is his game journey so that'd be the last alien game we played. Uh, the, the alien games we have played so far this season obviously the dead space franchise blah fucking blasto um <laughs> trying to th- look at what other dead, dead space uh blasto uh sam trying not fire to elite. yeah see this is the thing is i think this will be the first like uh outside of the dead space series i just need and to not know i need to start playing it 16 hours is a lot oh i know i'm so on the fence i think you know what if you will after aliens before the next thing play we that about other it. we already talked about it yeah. i know but if if you will do that i think that is a perfect transition and i think we can get rid of prey Ay, that hurts me to say but we got we we have to i am i'm like <laughs> i'm kind of done with aliens like i'm i because i know what's coming next so i'm excited also we have to actually have a very serious conversation about this one I don't know if you can see me clicking. Oh, why? Because uh, I might inconsequential or not inconsequentially, I might have ties to it. Okay, if we get to bounce, we bounce it. That's fine. Yeah. But damn, it looks so good. Uh, anyways. <laughs> okay. okay, perfect. Well, then that that's Praise that. God. So, like I said, Praise next God. week we're going to be doing some X Files. Uh, I want to post about it in Discord, but. If people are similar to me and they have a lot of fond memories of X-Files, for next week's episode, will you send us in an email? Will you tell us about, like, what you love about Mm, X-Files? I don't think that will work. Why? Because we record on the 21st. Of? July. And you said it comes out the 21st? I see what you're saying. I meant to flip those. That's my bad. Okay. I want to do like that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yes. I, I, yes. I okay. thought I did that in my head. I did it. All right. Sorry. <laughs> just some, 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 some finagling. So yeah. yes, the rest of your season of aliens is X-Files fight for the future journey. Psycho Gorman, our special with patron ginger thrust on our most desired alien technology. The Patreon force crappy entries. Stick around patrons for the 
uh, post show at the campfire to discuss where we're at with that. Mm-hmm. Our review of Nope, which is Jordan Peele's newest joint, which is coming out here in about a month. Uh, and then we'll do our aliens in review. Justin and I are going to be revealing what the next season is for patrons only at the end of the at the discussion of next episode. So the so campfire. The of, so the campfire uh, for next okay. episode will be doing yeah. it. For everyone else, it will be revealed during the most desired alien technology episode with Ginger, um, and that will be a full. We'll have a, a big discussion there. Actually, no, we, have, we need to wait even longer than that. Yeah. I will be revealing it for patrons next episode because we need their selection so Justin can make his mashup. But everybody else, you will not be finding out until August, which not is rapidly no. approaching. God. Fuck, what happened to the year? <laughs> I know. But that's what we got. So, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, definitely go watch Attack the Block if you haven't seen it. It is Absolutely shocking and until next time stay scary the here's johnny podcast is brought to you by larry and justin you can find the show on twitter at here's johnny cast and you can find larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord and to the website we are also on instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast also in the show notes we'll have a link to the twitch and youtube channels and if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast every cent goes into the show and yeah we just really use it to make the show better again i just want to say thank you very much to our patrons Uh, you guys help make this possible yeah patreon is the way we support the show we are looking to get rich and like justin said every dollar every cent it all goes back in there's some pretty cool tiers so head on look at that but until next week see you guys later